When you're navigating the complicated world of real estate, you want someone you can trust holding your hand along the way. Here's just the right person and just the right program. It's the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show. Here's your host and broker owner of the Dan Jemis Real Estate Team, Dan Jemis. Hi everyone, 7.07 a.m. this uh, Sunday, this foggy Sunday morning. The roads are extremely foggy out there. Drive carefully. Uh, I have a full studio with me uh, today, Sean LeBlanc, Susan Riom, and our uh, media guy, Andrew Paper. Yay. Finally, I'm here. Finally. Finally, I'm here. Took you long enough. I've invited him back. There's only so long I could use the excuse of having a newborn for not being able to come. Yes, she's five. She's nine now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. So it's, uh, yeah, the roads are pretty crazy, aren't they, right now? Mm -hmm. Oh, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I lost about 10 minutes on the drive-in. No big deal. I planned for it. Yeah, you planned for it. Well, yeah, because we all came in from the county. We did. Yes, yes, yeah. we did. Oh, yes, yeah. we did. Yeah, we sure did. Uh, lots uh, on the show today. We have um, uh, Stephen Wilson from uh, RBC that's going to talk to us about some recent uh, CMHC changes. They've hiked their uh, their uh, their mortgage uh, mm-hmm. insurance premiums. So we'll talk about that and, and find out how that affects uh, you as a buyer. And we also have um, a very exciting segment for Sue and I because um, we both have. Uh, electric cars. We both have volts. Yes, we do. Um, and uh, so we're going to talk about uh, how it affects. Um, we have to give a real estate spin to this thing. So <laughs> we have Sean Hart coming on from uh, from Weva from the, the Windsor Essex Electric Vehicle Association. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about uh, you know where it's going, where we see it going. Um, you know how uh, we see it uh, working with real estate, and you know we have to charge our cars in our in our vehicles. And mm-hmm. people often ask us if we see our electricity bills go up and, and that kind of thing. So we'll talk about that in the second half hour of the show as well, which is uh, which is lots of fun. Everyone's had uh, um, a fun week. Yes, Busy week? Great it was great. Week. Yeah, well, the weather—you know—you you never never knew what was coming up, yes. and you put the kids on the bus and all that kind of stuff. So, if you squint, you could think it was spring. And a PD day? Did, did uh, oh yeah, right on PD days on yeah. Friday too. Yeah, you know, a week was, after Christmas, really. really? But, yeah. Oh well, it's needed. They need sure. it. They, they yep. need it. But <laughs> I can kind of defend them because I'm married to a teacher, so yes. I can kind of defend them a little bit there. All right. Well, it's just a smart thing to do, or you're going to start vacuuming. <laughs> it's the bravest thing to do. So, mm-hmm. speaking of which, there's a birthday in the, on the team. Yes, it's Bethany's birthday, my wife's birthday. Happy birthday, Bethany! I know she's oh, yeah. definitely not listening. Yes, yeah, she's probably um, sleeping. She'll be still fast asleep, and hopefully the kids haven't woken her up just yet. <laughs> yeah. But happy yeah, birthday, happy mommy! Happy birthday! Yeah, I guess I'm going to stop wow. at the gas station on the way home and find a present for her. 22 years old this year, fantastic. Is it a bag of licorice <laughs> again this year, Andrew? Yeah. Half a bag of licorice. Oh, I, yeah. half of them on the I opened home. it just to make sure it was fresh. Sometimes when you get them at the gas station, they're stale. Um, so Andrew has a new um, workspace at the office. I do. I've yes. been banished upstairs. We've kicked, we've kicked him know. upstairs. Still haven't adjusted to oh. it. Yeah. There's a bar yeah. up there. Yeah, there is yes. a bar up there. Yeah, there's a bar, a shower, two bathrooms. See? It's, it one, out, one bathroom that works. It, it's one the bathroom old, that works. For yeah. people who don't know, we're, we're, our office is based out of Amherstburg. We're the old Amherst Hotel. So... When we bought the building, we renovated the whole main floor. Rosa's is on one side of the building, uh, Rosa's restaurant, and we're on the other side. And we renovated our whole, uh, the whole main floor. And then upstairs is a work in progress. That's mm-hmm. going to be, there's two floors up there that were the old hotel. Yeah, wasn't the it the old, uh, there was like a banquet hall up there? Was it the old banquet the, hall? Yes, the, for... where you're sitting is the old banquet hall yeah. um, that the restaurant used even, you know, a few years ago. Yeah. Um, and the rest is all just studs and it's a big, big. Big. There's a stud up there project. now. Yes, there's a stud up there now. Yes, <laughs> half oh, stud. Boy. Half wow. a stud. Yeah. But uh, yes, that's a big project that we have to eventually tackle yeah. uh, as the team keeps on growing. But um, 
yeah, we just figured, you know what, this is a good space upstairs, this old banquet yep. hall for a studio uh, slash. It's perfect. You know, just get rid mm-hmm. of me. We, we yeah. <laughs> no, I. Well, see, Andrew, when I started, Andrew and I sat next to each other. And we then did. we um Then you bought the new building. Yeah. And then we continued to sit Close. next to each other, but, yeah. you know, at opposite ends of We're the We're just sitting there. Andrew's distracting everybody. Let's just get him yeah. out of here. Yeah. And then I lost Andrew. Dan just said, Where do, you, look, do you want to get away from Sue? Because we, we can put you upstairs. Yeah, so we'll put you as far like, away okay. as possible. <laughs> okay, so I won't be talking for the hour. Yeah. And yeah. you've won. You've you all won. won. That is a promise Sue won't be able to keep. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, it's been uh, you know it's, it's been our running joke because that building was built in I think 1884, um, in the, the the original part of the building. And so when I when I purchased that building back, it was October of 15. Mm-hmm. Um, the second that the news got out, uh, they did an article in the paper, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, I started getting bombarded by people calling, messaging, emailing, Facebooking, saying, "Dan, you are where that building is haunted, right?" So cool. And so, uh, you know, we asked Andrew if he's if he's experienced anything. And, no, uh, I'm nothing yet. I have not been. I have not experienced anything abnormal mm. yet. So I said, anything you, anything yet. unusually abnormal that's not doesn't usually happen up there. So me and Shaw were saying one of these days we'll have uh, we'll have Andrew working late, and him and I will we'll figure something out to mm-hmm. make sure that Hazel comes back. Oh yeah, we, yeah. we've named our ghost. Yeah, Hazel. supposed to be yeah. Hazel. Yeah, supposed none of us Hazel. have ever, ever ever met her or nope. heard mm-hmm. from her, but. No. We've named her Hazel. And I'm, usu- I'm usually the only one there working late on my own. Yes. Upstairs. When, I, when, when I'm in there sometimes <laughs> on the weekends. Five, five o'clock is late. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can, five five. Um, well, I'm just on the main floor. I have no yeah. reason to go upstairs, right? Yes, you do. But sometimes, Come see me. <laughs> oh. No, I'm not there. Oh, no, like when no, no one else is there, there after regular business hours. And I can see through the corner of my eye every now and again, I'll see a shadow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, when I when we first bought the building, we started renovating. It was we got it to the to the studs uh, on the main floor, and I'll never forget. I could not if we go at night. I couldn't go upstairs by myself. It is creepy up there. It's just it's creepy, right? And so mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't. Uh, you know, you have your your light and your flash your flashlight on your phone. Yeah. And uh, I could not go upstairs. I by can't myself. wait. One day I'm so. going to set it up and stand in one of those rooms and just tap you on the shoulder. Well, it's not as bad as our old office. It was mm-hmm. it was formerly a house, um, which we turned into commercial, and uh, there was the tub and shower in that bathroom. <laughs> and Andrew, let's tell people what she thought of that. Uh, well, the, I have a, I have an issue with shower curtains. <laughs> With shower curtains, I, I always have to, to to open the shower curtain mm-hmm. to see who's behind it because I had a bad experience when I was younger. <laughs> that someone scared the life out of me Stop. when I went to the bathroom. So every time I went to the bathroom, I had to pull the shower curtain. Back. So is that what you do at everyone's homes? Everyone. Every time you're you're somewhere, yep. you have to pull the I, shower I, I curtain. Ha- back. If the shower curtain is drawn across, I have to I have to check to make sure no one is there to scare the life out of me. It's my brother. It's my brother's fault. It's my brother's fault. It's, he scared me. Good for really him. Did. So now I do the same to Jack. Yeah, that's why we used to. You know that we'd go into the bathroom and the shower curtain was gone. We're like, "Where's the shower? It's kind of weird." Uh, it's been thrown gone. away. There's yeah. no need for the shower curtain. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, um, we intend this week on starting some uh, some interviews. So we we put out um, a job posting. We're we're growing our media department. We are. Um, yeah. And Andrew can uh, you know we we figured Andrew needs a friend. Yeah. So I'm upstairs. On Not my Hazel. Upstairs Other myself. than Hazel, I need, I need to. We're just being contact the, with a human. Yeah, the team has been so uh, so busy, and we're looking to do so many exciting things that uh, we we figured it was time to uh, yeah. double our our uh, our media department. And mm-hmm. why don't you tell people what we're looking for? So we're we're really looking to um, kind of clone me. So we well. need someone that can uh, someone that can uh, that's familiar with video, someone that's familiar with photography, um, someone who likes ice cream, someone that likes yes. ice cream, someone that doesn't like to be watched over his shoulder. Yes. by Sean. 
Um, so we, uh, yeah, we really need to find someone that's confident with video, confident with uh, photography, web design, graphic design, audio production. So it's um, it's a challenge, but there's 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 definitely people out there. There's definitely yeah. so there's lots of capable That's people out there. Resumes, yeah. There's some great resumes. So we hopefully we're going to speak to some more people this week. Yeah, and um, and see what comes of that. Cool. But, um, yeah, look forward to expanding the department and um, looking forward to what we can produce this year. Lots of expansion on the team. Uh, Doobie's Home Center. We're also hiring a kitchen and bath designer there too. Mm-hmm. So. That's uh, that's exciting there too. That's expanding, and we're about a month away from uh, having everything done at Doobie's uh, in Amherstburg. Uh, adding uh, cabinetry, windows, doors, trim, plumbing fixtures, so your tubs, your toilets, your sinks, your faucets. Um, I'm it's shaping up things. really well. Yeah it's, yeah, it's coming together. It's looking yeah, good. Yeah, it's great. So lots of exciting, uh, lots of exciting things. But Sean had family night last night. Yeah, we uh, we asked the kids what they wanted to do, and we said, how about we, we play some games? So we went to the dollar store, and uh, we bought, uh, I mean, we, we spent about $20 just on nonsense stuff. Yeah. So we had a couple of bags of Skittles, so one one by one, they had to sort the Skittles into cups. So it was like minute-to-win it type games. It was basically like minute-to-win yeah. it games. And uh, my son uh, is very much like me. He hates to lose. So we, we put some... <laughs> What's Brody? Brody 6? Brody 6. Yeah. yeah. And Brooklyn's he, 12-ish? Brooklyn, yeah, Brooklyn's 12. Yeah. So physically, they're about the same, but mentally, she just dominates him. And when she wins, she, she just like... You know, rubs she rubs face. it right in his face. Oh, that's the best part. <laughs> and, <laughs> and he just cannot, uh, he can't take a loss and he can't congratulate somebody on winning. You know, he's the first person to come up with an excuse as to why, uh, why Is he, he felt cheated. Fan? Yeah, he's exactly. Yeah. Or a Cowboys fan. He, he blamed every, every loss was on the refs for some reason. So, uh, yeah, we, we played that last night. The kids, uh, the kids and us and Tanya, we had a lot of fun. It was, it was good. It was a good little cheap, honestly, did, cheap yeah. way. Did you and Tanya to, play too? Oh yeah! Oh yeah! There's no okay. video of there's no video. I was gonna of that. say where's the, where's that yeah. video? No no no! It was just me just in Tanya's face laughing at her because I beat her. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. But I don't know we, where he gets it from. Your yeah, son Brody. Then imagine. But yeah, for just like twenty bucks, we you know we played That's for a little night, two hours. We had we had fun. Cool. They, they had a good mm-hmm. time. I mean, it was uh, they. We said let's go to the movies, but that would have been like eighty dollars. Mm-hmm. Oh god, easy. Yeah. yeah. Let's spend yep. less money and have way more mm-hmm. fun. Mm-hmm. How exciting! Okay, let's take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk with uh, with Stephen Wilson from uh, from RBC about some recent uh, recent changes. Okay, lots of lots uh, lots more coming, and we have that, and we have uh, Sean Hart from uh, Weva. Okay, later on in the hour, lots more to come right here on the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show. Welcome back to the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show. Here's your host and broker owner of the Dan Jemis Real Estate Team, Dan Jemis. Welcome back to the show. Now, it seems like in the past year, there's been so much happening. ASU with with the mortgage industry, mm-hmm. the banks are changing everything. CMHC is making lots yeah. of changes. Seems to be going on and on and on. Mm-hmm. It seems like they're trying to slow down the market if yes. they can and control it more, well, right? I get it. It makes sense, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? Well, CMHC has recently announced some changes. And on the phone with us right now is Stephen Wilson. Uh, he's a mortgage specialist with the Kyle Lusher uh, RBC Mortgage Team. Hi, good morning, Stephen. How are you? Hey, good morning, Dan. I'm good. Thank you for having me on the show. Of course. Great to have you. So so why don't we start by uh, telling the, the listening audience, what is CMHC? Well, CMHC is a, is a crown corporation, so it's owned by Canadians. And it's one of three companies which provide default insurance in Canada. And default insurance basically covers the lender in the case of borrower defaults on a mortgage so that uh, the borrower doesn't lose any money. Yep. Right. Uh, the uh, 
default insurance is required whenever you have to put less than 20% down on a purchase transaction. So the larger the down payment you put, the smaller the fee that you end up paying to CMHC. Okay. Now, um, so the the what have, I guess what have they just announced? They just announced some changes. What what are those changes they've announced? Well, they've done a few different changes, but the most recent one is that they're increasing the fees that they charge for uh, default insurance. So if you're putting five percent down, they're going to increase the fee that you pay from three point six percent all the way to four percent. Wow. For a five percent down transaction. Wow. Mm-hmm. That that's it's rare well, to see it over four. Yeah. Yeah. Like I mean, are, are we expecting that to be um, affect buyers that much? What well, are we... it doesn't have a huge impact on. I mean, our market here, a typical mortgage is around maybe two hundred thousand. Yep. That translates into about a five dollar a month increase mm-hmm. in their mortgage payment in order to cover the larger CMAC fee. Okay. Okay. Um, you mentioned that uh, there, there are some alternatives to CMHC as well that uh, lenders have access to. Tell us about those. Well, basically, uh, when you put less than 20% down, you have to go through one of three default insurance companies. So you have Gemworth as the other one that does quite a bit of business, and the third one is Canada Guarantee. Now, Gemworth has also announced that they're going to be increasing their fees as well, and all of these fee increases are, are happening as of March 17th, by the way. So if you are able to get yourself in to pre-approve for a mortgage, find a home, make an offer, and get things done before March 17th, you can avoid paying the higher premium to CMHC or Gemworth. Okay. Uh, alternatively, of course, if you can put 20% down or more on your purchase, uh, you won't have to pay any default insurance at all. Which is, yeah, which is uh, obviously... So do you, uh, in, in the last um, few years, has there been a shift? Or, uh, do you see things trying to shift to the private industry at all, to the Genworth and... Uh, over CMHC, or like, uh, it seems like CMHC has been trying to squeeze their their capacity a little bit. Well, I think that we have seen some other players come into the marketplace. I mentioned Genworth as a private insurer. There's a third one now called Canada Guarantee. Now, they haven't announced whether they're going to increase their premiums either. Uh, however, I would expect them to fall in line and charge the same as CMHC and Genworth. So generally. The responsibility here is is on Canadians for the most part because uh, CMAC does about 80% of the business in the marketplace. And uh, unfortunately, you have to go through one of those three companies in order to uh, buy a home with less than 20% down. It's federally mandated. Steve, um, it's Sue, and I just wanted to ask you, um, it looked like when you got up to the 20%, let's say you had 18% down, it looked like they had increased the premium more. Um, from what they originally had. So the bigger jump in the premiums from the original um, were airing on the side of how, like, giving you less of a benefit, right? So you're saying, I'm going to put more down, but now CMHC's increased the premium a little bit from what it was. Is that right? Well, you're absolutely right. I mean, normally the larger the down payment, the, the smaller the premium. However, the increases that have happened just recently have affected the uh, 10% down and 15% down areas mm-hmm. even more than weird? they've affected the, the 5% down area. And I think this is in response to uh, new government rules that came out from the Office of Superintendent of Financial Institutions. They came out with some policies that require uh, companies to have stricter capital requirements. So they got to hold back more money to make sure they have funds available for claims. And because they've done this in all cases, uh, it's resulting in, in higher premiums across the board. Now, before we let you go, Steve... Um, and this is probably a completely off topic, but now that we've got some changes uh, politically across the border, are we anticipating any any effects here with the mortgage industry uh, from our well, side? 
Yeah, that's a great question. It really is a little bit of a mystery as to what exactly is going to happen. What we've seen already, though, is interest rates spiking up from their historic lows. Uh, as soon as Trump was elected back in November, we saw interest rates go up about 0.4 to almost half a percent in almost all terms. And this is a result of uh, the markets trying to anticipate what Trump's going to do with his economic policies. Uh, most recently, Trump was saying that he's going to spend a lot of money on infrastructure. He's going to reduce income taxes in the U.S. That's going to flood the market with uh, extra funds and could result in some inflation. And whenever there's inflation, uh, the Federal Reserve is going to try to combat that by raising interest rates. Now, ultimately, that's had an effect here immediately. So we saw rates go up in November, but they've kind of stabilized. And we still don't know exactly what's going to happen to Canada. Uh, if the economic policies in the U.S. that Trump puts into place, uh, you know, slows the economy down here in Canada, then that can result in interest rates staying low for the, for the foreseeable future. Interesting. Well, it'll be, uh, it'll be fun to watch what happens this, uh, this coming year, Steve. As always, thank you for all your help. You've been fantastic, and we look forward to chatting with you lots more in the future. Absolutely, Dan. Thanks, Thanks Steve. Bye-bye. That's uh, Stephen Wilson, uh, a mortgage specialist with, uh, with RBC. So that's... Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, isn't that interesting? I always find it interesting to track it and to see what the trends are. Do you miss the mortgage business? Sue, Sue, oh, I loved Sue it. Sue worked with RBC yeah. prior coming to the yeah. to the uh, to the team. So, yeah. I do. Uh, I love. Yeah, it it gives it, it's very helpful whether you're a buyer or a seller. Yeah, sure. You know, because it uh, gives you that edge, right? Yeah. So no, I love it. I love to stay in tune with it and up to date. Well, it'll be fun to see what uh, what happens this coming year, and uh, we'll uh, we'll follow it closely, mm-hmm. and we'll talk about it uh, more on the show. Uh, before we we've got uh, three minutes, do so you have um, some silly days of the year you wanted to mention? <laughs> oh, you know, it's always interesting, right? When um, you uh, come into the office and they say, "Oh, did you know that today was so and so of a day?" Whatever really? Day, yeah. Are you kidding me? <laughs> and then you can get these cards with it, and so on and so forth. So, um, yesterday, just so you know, if yes. you missed out, it was Squirrel Appreciation Day. Yeah, yeah. Like Squirrel Appreciation okay, Day. Okay, well that's nice. I didn't run yeah. over any squirrels yet. I was yeah. just thinking to myself, right, <laughs> right. Um, and then we have upcoming over the next few weeks. Uh, we have Peanut Butter Day. Ooh. Yep, yep. So and not yeah. celebrated in any school. No. Oh, guess no. what's on the twenty seventh, Dan? You're gonna love this. Tell me. Chocolate Cake Day. I don't, Nikki, like, so, I don't I like sweets. <laughs> so that's, that's a, that's a day off for everyone in the office, right? Nikki's exactly. making that, yeah. National, national Dan, Dan holiday. Dan so. yeah. <laughs> it's National Cake Day. Or just oh. some of the silly days. Oh, this is great. Oh, it's a Tim and Sue day. Opposite day. Opposite day. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's red. No, it's black. No, it's white. No, it's great. <laughs> we uh, we had to pull away because for, for, I think I talked about it last week on the show, we um, had Secret Santa in our office and Courtney was my Secret Santa and she got me a bag full of candy and chocolate bars oh, and right. sweets. Yep. Well, it lasted about five minutes in my office before I ate half of it. Mm-hmm. So I had to just get rid of the rest of it and I put it in the office. And it lasted about a week. I was actually surprised yeah. at how long it lasted. I think it's gone, right? No, no it's gone still now. a bag of Skittles there. Is there? I've been oh, eyeballing. I'm, I'm okay. waiting for someone to open it so I can get in on that. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, no, no one wants to be the first one to open them. No. Between, I don't rude. Between that and Sean's uh, gumball machine that's full of M&Ms oh in the office. Was. Was, was full was of full. M&Ms. Half, it's half empty. I don't know who ate that. I can tell you. full. I see him go all by yeah. my office. <laughs> I don't though. I've only t- I've only done it once. Yeah, right. Seriously, swear. Mm-hmm. Honest, honest. Check, okay, let's whatever. Check the, check the camera for you. Yeah. Yep. Boy, oh boy. Whatever. I'm over you. Well, we are. <laughs> yeah. Who's <laughs> over us? Uh, in the next segment, we're going to talk about uh, quite a fun topic, and mm-hmm. and Sue and I've been uh, talking about this for a long time because we both have 
electric cars. We both have Chevy Volts. Yep. Um, but we're going to talk with uh, with Sean Hart from uh, from Weva, from the Windsor Essex Electric Vehicle Association, uh, about electric cars and where he sees the market going and how it's affecting. Uh, uh, I guess where we're seeing it happening uh, and going in, in Windsor Essex because I'm noticing them more, mm-hmm. more and more now. Oh yeah, it's, right? it's it's uh yeah, and everyone takes a second look at them. Yes. You know what I mean? When you're driving, it's kind of like the little, you know, appreciation nod. I've had people literally in parking lots ask me if they could sit in the car. Um, oh. And yeah. I just get phone numbers. Really? I know. I, <laughs> I still got Does Tim it. know? <laughs> <laughs> so we'll talk with Sean Hart in the next half hour right after this on the Dan Gemmis Real Estate Show. Do you ever wonder if you've made the right decisions buying a home? Are you in the right mortgage product? Should you spend that extra money on home renovations? I just needed some advice, and I figured I would just come straight to the source. Well, you happen to be in the right place for all the best advice. Thank you so much. You give people such awesome advice. You're listening to the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show. Here's Dan Jemis, your host and broker owner of the Dan Jemis Real Estate Team. Welcome back to the show. Uh, a full studio with us this morning. Mm-hmm. Susan Realm, Sean LeBlanc, and uh, Andrew Paper, all from the Dan Gemmis team. And now we have our special guest, Sean Hart. He's the founder and chair of the Windsor-Essex Electric Vehicle Association. Weva, good morning. Sean, how are you? Good morning. I'm great. Great to be here. Good to have you with us today. So why don't you tell folks, what, what is Weva? Uh, Weva, or the Windsor-Essex Electric Vehicle Association, mm-hmm. is, is really a group of electric vehicle owners in the w- Windsor-Essex area. Okay. So uh, a number of, uh, we've got 84 members, all drive some kind of plug-in car, yep. and we're really here to support electric vehicle ownership in the area. Okay, and wh- why did you start it? Um, well, when I when I got my, my electric car, it was, uh, it was very early in electric cars. I didn't know any other electric car owners, and I wanted a way for electric car owners to get together to be able to share tips, share news. It's, it's, it's still a bit of a niche, so it's yes. great for electric car owners to be able to share information. You know, it's been fun, because Sue and I both drive uh, a Chevy Volt. You drive mm-hmm. a Nissan Leaf? That's right, yeah. Um, and it's absolutely true. It really is... Um, it's like, it's like bikers, right? When you mm-hmm. drive by and you wave and you say yeah. hello, yeah. it's the same same type of thing. Yes. And yeah. Sue has a but you guys you respect. guys have uh, a motorcycle too, don't you? Yes, you and Tim? we do. We, um, yeah. And so it's the same type of thing when you see uh, you know another Volt driver, mm-hmm. another electric car driver. It's like, oh hey, yep. how are yep. you? What's going on? Yeah. Um, what kind of momentum have you seen happening uh, locally? Uh, it's growing. It's I think it's slower uh, here than maybe some other regions, but it's definitely growing. We see membership uh, in Weva increase every every month. There's always new yeah. members joining up, um, and just looking for them on the road. Once you have an electric car, I'm sure you know mm-hmm. you you start seeing them everywhere, right? So you see them on the road, and and we're seeing we're seeing a lot more of them. So it, it's definitely growing in our region. Any estimates as to how many electric cars there are in Windsor-Essex? Have you talked to dealerships at all? Or uh, I was able to get a number of... So electric cars uh, qualify for a rebate from the Ontario government, yes. right? Mm-hmm. So um, I was able to get a number of, uh, of the amount of rebates that have been applied for in our area. And it's, it's it was about 150 as of November. Okay. Oh, so okay. it's probably somewhere bet- a little bit over that. I'm, yep. I'm thinking somewhere between 150, mm-hmm. 170. I think that's about to, you know, take huge steps in the coming uh, couple of years with with the bolt coming mm-hmm. out and yeah. with uh, there's a lot of media attention right now with uh, with electric cars. Yeah, absolutely. I think one of the biggest um, points and questions that people always ask, you know, is the vehicle's price, because I know since I've had the Volt, people assume that it's a seventy, eighty thousand dollar car. And they don't realize that really by the time everything was taken into account and the government incentive was taken off, it was like a $30,000 car. Mm -hmm. Um, And so people, 
often get surprised as, as to how how affordable they are. Yeah, really. Um, and the leaf is pretty affordable too, isn't it? Yeah, you can get into a leaf for under thirty thousand. So, so yeah, they they range in price. I mean, the um, you can get uh, electric cars new for in the low in the low twenties. Yes. Um, people, there, there is that misconception that they're these very expensive cars. People know the Teslas, which are, yep. you know, which are closer 100, to a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, they, they can be quite affordable. And you get the upgraded package and, um, yeah. well, um, w- with our car, I know like you could get a Bose stereo. There yeah, was yeah. I, beautiful leather seats, nice high quality leather seats. Sure. Yeah. Um, everything comes with it. So you're not compromising on anything. Yeah, no. absolutely. Yeah. They, they tend to come very well equipped. Um, where do you see the industry going as a whole? So again, we, we have lots happening in the coming years, and we were just at the auto show. Um, the team went on, mm-hmm. uh, what day was that, John? It was Thursday? Yeah, Thursday. Um, and a lot of the displays are based on electric cars, you know, the technology coming up. Where do you see it going? You, yeah. follow, you follow pretty closely, I'm sure. Yeah, um, I think at this point, most manufacturers have admitted that they see the future of... Um, of the car as electric, yes, right, and you can see that in when you look at the auto show, you see that in all the concept cars tend to be electric, um, and it's amazing how many um, models of uh, electric cars there are out there already, right? Every manufacturer, if you go to the auto show, virtually every manufacturer has some form of plug-in option, mm-hmm. right? So you th- see things like the Ford Fusion has a plug-in option, um, Mercedes had a, had a number of plugins, um, BMW had plugins, uh, basically every manufacturer has them available now, right? So, so it's increasing the, the, the choices are increasing, uh, very excited to see, for example, the, pl- the plug-in hybrid minivan, yes. the uh, Pacifica, yep, yep. that, that looks like a great car. Uh, that'll be a great option for people. So th- there, there are many more choices already than there were a few years ago. And those choices are just going to increase. And there are, you, you know, you mentioned the, the hybrids, uh, and the plug-in hybrids versus the, the leaf and, and the Volt has got its own segment as well, because, you know, the Volt is mm-hmm. electric car. It's got a backup, uh, generator, uh, as a motor, yep. the leaf is all electric. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And you have the hybrid which always use the gasoline motor but then you start having your you know your brakes are helping regenerate and and uh right right um for the most part in in, in membership what are pe- most people driving in the uh as the we've members uh the volt is is definitely the most popular in in our region um okay. so by far more volts than anything else yeah um we do have a number of tesla owners in in the membership as well um a number of nissan leaf owners but we have a range um we have a bunch of fords um mitsubishi kia smart so uh hyundai so there's there's a lot of options and how far does the leaf go on a charge mine mine's an older model it will go on a good day up to about 150 kilometers on a charge oh, okay. um, the that's... newer the newer model leafs will go further up to about 200 kilometers or okay so. that's really good we're, we're probably getting on our volts i don't know 75. in the winter oh in the winter, in the winter probably, probably 50 ish yeah. kilometers on yeah. our charge in the summer 70 75 mm-hmm. 80 if we're driving really good. Yeah, for me um, in the winter, it's closer It's it's closer to 100, maybe about 110 yeah. right there. Yeah, it yeah. goes down. Yeah. I get but, about a half a day of work on yeah. it, so it's good. It's, it's not, yeah. yeah, it's not bad. Which is actually good, though, too, because um, when I took it to my mechanic for an oil change at, like, 80,000 kilometers. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, <laughs> every, every two years you get an oil <laughs> yeah. change. Like yeah, right. Yeah. Um, no, because every now and again you should run through, yeah. right, um, and go kick over to gas or yeah, else, yeah. 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 So, so that worked out pretty good because I get 50% use on it with all the driving I do. So, really, it's really helpful. It's uh, And I'm not in the road anymore like I used to be, so <laughs> I'm, I'm... But I, I bought my car, I've had it three years, almost three years, and I have used 600 liters of gasoline. 
in three years. So yeah. that's about what ten tanks on a regular car, right? Over three years, um, and so it's pretty cool. So you've probably used a bit more. You're on the road. Yeah, you better check stop. that number for me. But, yeah, but uh, oh, definitely a lot more. Oh, yeah, yeah, what, yeah, what you, are you at? Because you, you, I mean, you, you drive, a, you drive a ton. Yeah. Um, kilometers. I just kicked over eighty thousand, and I got it two years ago. Yeah. I'm at fifty. I'm at fifty-two thousand. Yeah. So, what would you spend on gas a week then? Just thirty. Well, maybe thirty bucks. Maybe. Okay. Yeah, because our tank, yeah. like our tank's only thirty liters. So mm-hmm. I can fill my tank with um, with uh, high octane with yeah. um, premium premium uh, gasoline, and it's thirty-five dollars mm-hmm. to fill a tank. Yes. Uh, and that will take a six hundred plus kilometers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so with the Volt, you can drive on gasoline only if you want to forever. So you can drive as far as you want on gasoline um but the benefit is for you know mm-hmm. you're just you can use just 50 kilometers uh if you're going 50 kilometers to work or back you, know, you can never use gasoline in the winter it kicks on a little bit the engine kicks on to to warm up or do whatever to supplement yeah, yeah. Uh, but the leaf is just solely uh solely electric yeah that and that's that's great about the options that are out there yes. right so if you do a lot of driving a Volt is a, is a great option yep. um, because you can have that gasoline yep. backup. Yep. So for me, I commute um, basically 100 kilometers every day, mm-hmm. and the Leaf does what I need it to do yep. on all electric. So I don't need to worry about uh, gas. I just plug in when I get home from work, and it charges overnight. And so I can do you know what I need to do just with a pure electric car. I don't need that gas backup. The the government, uh, you know, when I purchased my car, had rebates, and it's now it still has rebates now, and they've improved it a little bit better. Can you tell people about the rebates that are available? Yeah, so the rebates are, um, as long as the car has above a certain battery size, which now nowadays most of them do, uh, it will uh, they'll give you a rebate up to 30% of the base price of the car um, to a maximum of $14,000. Right. Wow. So the rebates tend to be in the range of $10,000 to, um, I don't, I think maybe one might qualify for the full $14,000, okay. but they tend to be in that range. Uh, they do have a limit, so... Uh, again, one of the misconceptions is these rebates are all going to rich, the r- rich people, right? Yep, yep. They do have a limit for cars over seventy-five thousand dollars. It's capped at thirty-five hundred. So the, okay. the Tesla Model X, Model S, or Model X will only get uh, thirty-five hundred rebate. Sorry, Sue. What ifs? What Could you imagine? I, I would love to have a Tesla, but yeah, it's not happening anytime Well, soon. Tesla has a self-driving uh, battery-operated car, don't they? Does anybody well, know? Well, I think all their other cars they're they're adding the uh, the software, right? Yeah, okay. yeah, they they uh, yeah they have that autonomous driving mm-hmm. or, or uh, what do they call it? Autopilot. Autopilot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, Clark Howard uh, from uh, AM 800's afternoon show, he has one, and he said the first time that he drove one, he said he just took it right on the highway and said, you know what, I'm just gonna you know just nip it in the, the bud right yeah. away. <laughs> and he said, I like for about the first five minutes or something like that. He said I was really nervous, and then after that, nothing. He said, Strange. people, yeah, get pretty freaked out when they get in the car. Well, no, yeah, on be, a self-drive, yeah. yeah. He likes. Um, so Windsor Essex has some free charging stations, uh, you know, spread around a little bit. Um, I'm familiar with the one at... Uh, this uh, one on the south. The Mall. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Windsor Crossing. The Aquatic Center. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. there's, there's one there. Yep. Yes. Uh, yeah, there's a few scattered. Um, they tend to be uh, at... Um, uh, businesses have some businesses have them like there's um, uh, one of the uh, collision places has one um, yes. uh, a few of the solar companies have them in their parking lots mm-hmm. she knows a lot uh, about collisions right? <laughs> so. 
No. Well, we're going to find gonna, out, yeah. aren't we? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Um, but you, and it runs off the app, right, Sean? Yeah, like there's, there's a few it. different apps. Yeah. Um, one of the common ones called PlugShare. Uh, mm-hmm. It's like a crowdsource. People can put charging stations when they discover them. Uh, mm-hmm. So there's um, there's ways of finding charging stations. Yeah, cool. Um, and there's various charging levels. The the charges, right? So there's level one, two, three. Um, tell people about the differences there. Yeah. So all all plug-in cars come with right to with the car is the level one charging which is just a regular wall outlet yep. that you would get have at home so any car can plug into yeah. a, a yeah 110 volt uh, and charge that way uh that tends to be quite slow to charge a car that way um level two is a 240 volt and that's what most most electric car owners will get in their you know in their, at their home in their garage mm-hmm. will be that level two uh 240 volt charging which can normally charge a car um for, like at a reasonable speed and then level three is really um, infrastructure. It's equivalent to a gas station model where um, it's a high-powered uh, DC charger that can charge up a car normally in about half an hour. You can get that at home, can you? You can't. Awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, if you have the money, <laughs> I suppose. You, Sean, you know if you can get that? At, you'd have you'd to probably, probably have a big panel. <clears throat> I'm thinking you'd have to have at least a 200 amp service at your house, and at then least. you'd have to probably put like a like a pony box with like a 60 amp something on it. Yeah, yeah. it'd have to be mm-hmm. pretty powerful. Yeah, the awesome. ones, the public ones, you get are 500 volts, uh, 100 amps. Ooh. So yeah, they're pretty, uh, <laughs> pretty hefty. That wire be warm. Yeah. The garage wall be cold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm warming my sandwich. I'll be right back. <laughs> oh, so boy. we're actually getting the level three. We're getting the first one in southwestern Ontario will be installed at the Essex Arena. Get out. Um, yeah, they're just starting to work on that right now. So looking, we'll have to just start making trips to Essex Arena just to, mm-hmm. <laughs> just to, just to test it out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's take a break. When we come back, let's talk more about charging our cars at home, and uh, and we'll, we'll talk about how it's affecting our electricity bills, okay? Because there's a few of us here with electric cars. We can talk about that too, okay? Lots more to come right here on the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show. Welcome back to the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show. Here's your host and broker owner of the largest real estate team in Windsor, Essex, Dan Jemis. Welcome back to the show. We're talking with uh, with Sean Hart, the founder and chair of uh, the Windsor Essex Electric Vehicle Association, uh, and uh, let's get into some you know, some some fun questions that we all often get about our electricity bills and and that kind of thing. And actually, I see Sean actually brought his uh, electricity bill with him. I did because people often ask us, "Well, okay, fine, you're not paying for mm-hmm. gas, but you must be paying a fortune right. in electricity." What's your what's your what's your take? Yeah, on that? I, that's another one of the another misconception, I guess, is yeah. is um, there's uh, there's a lot of discussion about how expensive electricity is in Ontario, and uh, that's true. However, when it comes to driving a car, it's far cheaper to drive yeah. on electric than on gas. Yes. So I brought my my last electric bill from last month. Yep. Um, and it was a hundred and seventy six dollars. Okay. Um, and I uh, I live in a four bedroom raised ranch, yep. normal size home. Yep. Uh, two kids, so you know we use a fair bit of electricity. Um. But that's including, you know, charging my car, commuting 100 kilometers a day, um, and charging my car every mm-hmm. day. So it doesn't it doesn't go up a huge amount. I haven't noticed a single Me change either. in my bill. Well, obviously the typical Ontario changes, the, mm-hmm. the prices are going up, but I haven't noticed a difference in my electricity. Bill no, since. even prior, like we've had. No. Our, well, you've had yours for three years, and yep. I've had mine for two. Yeah, yeah, it's not even noticeable. Yeah, I I uh, tell people your your cost will go down by about. Uh, by three, basically, it's a third the cost to drive an electricity mm-hmm. compared to gas. Yep. So I, I'd worked out. Um, I was looking at gas prices yesterday. Yeah. Um, and uh, the per kilometer it costs between two cents to three cents to drive on electricity, where it costs like eight 
uh, six to eight cents to drive on gas. Okay. So so it is it is significantly cheaper. And the nice thing about driving on electricity, so you know we talk about electricity prices going up, mm-hmm. but uh, they don't go up on long weekends, right? No. You know, I, I wake up every morning. Just and during the day. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> just peak hours, which is ridiculous. It's going to be the but same every every yes, day, right? Yeah. So you know, it's like ga- gas prices. You never know what they're going to be, um, and you know, you, you sometimes you feel like you're being gouged a little bit on the gas prices. Yep. But at least electricity prices, they're always the same. Yeah. You know, at least you know month to month, right? Which um, is. Uh, which is a good point. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's nice waking up in the morning and you hear about the gas prices and you don't really you don't have to care. worry about it. Yeah. No. Um, so people have the option, uh, and this is our real estate take on this interview. <laughs> try, try <laughs> Imagine to, like, that. How can I make this make sense? Uh, so you can char- you can uh, install charges at home. Yeah. Uh, tell people about that and how that works. Yeah. So uh, getting a a level two charge station at home is fairly fairly straightforward. Yeah. It's it's basically like running a circuit for an oven. Yep. It's the same. Uh, it's it's a uh, two forty volts, forty amps. Mm-hmm. So it's a fairly uh, straightforward thing to do. Um, what I recommend to people if you're if you are building a house, which I did, um, our house we we built in in two thousand nine, and I had a two forty volt circuit put in the garage yep. right when it was being built, yep. just yep. for the future, right? So even if you don't have an electric car or you're not thinking about getting an electric car anytime soon, the chances are there will be a plug-in car of some type in your future. So, you know, now when you're building a house is a good time to put that circuit in your garage. We're building in the near future, and I know that we've already talked about putting uh, two circuits for electric cars, because, you know, Absolutely. eventually we'll have electric cars. We're, we're prepping for a solar panel um, installation on our roof for mm-hmm. future as well when that, when that time comes. That's all going to be happening. You have to, you have to mm-hmm. prep. You have yeah. to think ahead. You have to think ahead. Um, What else, uh, before we let you go, uh, anything else you want to mention um, with the group? Any meetings coming up? Do you guys have, do you guys meet up with uh, the group at all? Uh, Typically have. We don't have regular meetings, but we do try and do periodic uh, get-togethers and just uh, chat. But we we look for opportunities to do public events where we can kind of share our knowledge and and let people see the cars and that type of thing. Um, Last year, we had a a really good time participating in the Windsor Earth Day event. Yes. So we'll probably do that again this year. Um, So that will be in April at some some point in April. Yeah. So... um, uh, apart from that, we do have an annual car show that we do as well. Um, last year it was in September. Cool. Um, so we'll we'll look to do that again this year. Fantastic. Um, but yeah, other than that, just things as, as they come up. People can find more information at weva.ca. That's W-E-E-V-A.ca. Sean, always great to have you. Thank you so much. Great to be here. Thanks for we having me. We look forward to having you on again. That's uh, Sean Hart. Uh, he's the uh, founder and chair of the Windsor Essex Electric Vehicle Association. Thank you as always, Sean. Thanks. Uh, so before we go, uh, we have some listings that we want to mention. Sean? Yes, we have our uh, beautiful new car wash. Not so new. It was established in 1924. Yes. The oldest but car wash. But they've updated since then. Yes. yes. It has had uh, <laughs> some serious breakthroughs in technology. So uh, they've spared literally no expense as far as the car wash goes. But it's, uh, f- it's a full functional car wash. The they speedy. Have- Speedy Auto Wash on Langlois. I'm sure everyone's familiar with it. Yeah. They are uh, just uh, full service. So they do detailing. They do all kinds of custom stuff. So it's not just one of these places where you pull in. I mean, it's a full service auto wash. So you're getting a lot more. That's than... my kind of auto wash. Absolutely. <laughs> just pull up and clean it all for me. Dan just, here's, here's, the the, here's, here's the keys. <laughs> clean up uh, clean up this mess that the kids left and uh, and, and go on. <laughs> So yeah, that one's uh, that one's up and ready to go. So we're we're looking forward to seeing where that goes for okay. sure. What else? Anything else? 
coming well, up. We sold all our listings last I know, week, it's, so it's we're, good, the, the cupboards are bare. We need some more. The cupboards yes. are bare. Look at that. Um, and do you want to mention, uh, actually, uh, Front Road as well? Oh, yes. So 2122 Front Road. Uh, it's the beautiful log cabin with that uh, iconic red roof. Yes. It uh, is definitely available. The weather's getting nicer, so... Uh, we're starting to get a lot more traffic, people kind of being able to see the, the all the aspects of the outside of it. But, uh, you know, it's got f- just five bedrooms, two bathrooms. Uh, it's cool. got a huge property, 587 feet of depth. Wow. And it's literally right on Front Road. It's right on the water. It's beautiful property. Nice. Mm-hmm. Sue, anything? Great. Coming up? Oh, I um, well, I have this wonderful place on Point Peely, 1026 yes. Point Peely. Oh, my gosh. It's such a lovely place. Uh, when we get calls on it, uh, people ask, is it a cottage? And actually, no. It's a beautiful um, home. Um, it's three bedrooms, uh, two and a half bath, and it's right on the waterfront. So it's steps. Um, you open your sliding doors, and you can be right on the beach. It's incredible. It actually oh, reminds cool. me of, um, you know, when you go to the Caribbean, right? Yes. Um, it's a little cool today, but... Well, actually, it's warm today. I, I was yeah. going to say, yeah. Not that bad. <laughs> but yeah, so it's not Caribbean uh, 365, um, but it just shows beautifully. Um, and uh, yeah, it's um, people, again, you know, when they come in from out of town, it's a great value. So if you're, you're coming in from Toronto or, or whatever, or, you know, if you just want to have a place at the cottage, you can use it as a... Uh, the garage can also be uh, used for a bunkie, so you can get some extra sleep space on that too. But it just shows beautifully, and the video that Andrew did over there, yes, um, yes, uh, the our Matterport video um, is. Uh, oftentimes we'll hear, well, the photos aren't really what the house is. This one truly is. That's it's awesome. it's gorgeous. Yeah, lots of great stuff happening out uh, Kingsville Leamington Way too, which is uh, mm-hmm. which is great, right? Okay, let's uh, let's take a quick break. We'll wrap up the show right after this, right here on the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show. Is it time to buy that income property? Or maybe even that cottage? The Dan Jemis Real Estate Show is here to help make those decisions. Welcome back to the show. Here's Dan Jemis, your host and broker owner of the Dan Jemis Real Estate Team. Okay, there we go. That's uh, our show for today. Thank yes. you for joining us. It was nice to have those guests. It was very nice to yeah, have the guests. Yeah, enjoyed it. Learned a lot. Guests. It's nice having Andrew. Mm-hmm. You know, am I a guest? Well, <laughs> well, well since you moved to the second floor, you yeah. are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah I barely know yeah. you anymore. That's a nice little, <laughs> little Andrew to see you. Yeah, Andrew, what? <laughs> um, so yes, if you are thinking of buying or selling a home, the Dan Gemma's team would love to help. And who would want Sean or Sue or Kath or Cord out? You know, to say hello and see what's we happening. We always love coming out, meeting new people. Yes. And- Helping We're out with your market eval. Yeah, we have a fun. lot of fun out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, we do. And sometimes we work, right? Sometimes we work. It doesn't feel like to. work no. when you're having fun. But if you are thinking of uh, yeah, of selling uh, and you want an evaluation to see what uh, the possibilities are, then, then Dan Gemma's team would love to come out and say hello and explain uh, how we do things, which is different than everyone else, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. You can find more information on our website, dangemus.com. That's D-A-N-G-E-M-U-S.com. You can call us seven days a week, 519-566-5565. And heck, you'll even meet Andrew when he comes out to do the videos and pictures. And yep. That's a that desperate, you even get to meet me. Yes. <laughs> Incredible value. Incredible value. Excellent value for money. That's going to be on my gravestone. Yes. Excellent value for money. Yep. There you go. <laughs> Perfect. All right, everybody. Enjoy the rest of your week. We will see you next Sunday. Thanks for coming, everybody. See you all. Have a good day. See, see ya. 
You've been listening to the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show. If you thought about selling or buying a home in the future, the Dan Jemis Real Estate team would love to help. Visit the team's website at danjemis.com or call the office seven days a week, 519-566-5565.